0: Wow. Uh, Being the greatest servant. I mean, honestly, the most important person on your staff is the one you just hired because you've got some time to train them. So they're long term employees. And without good training and without, you know, bringing them along and serving them, you don't have a company in the future. And as the CEO, you have to be the greatest servant. You have to set the greatest example.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO CEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Greg Smith of Comco. Greg, it's great to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate being here. Definitely, super excited to have you on. And before I jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Greg, so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Greg loves to help people have greater impact with their communications and leadership. Beyond his duties at his family business, Comco, he is a public speaking coach and business collaboration catalyst with specialties in personal team development and leadership expertise. Born in an entrepreneurial family in Youngstown, Ohio, Greg Smith first learned about leadership from his grandfather and father's stewardship of their family business. And over the years, he watched them successfully manage a diverse workforce during doing during both good and bad economic times, maintaining a 1% turnover rate. Greg now serves as a third generation chairman of the board and chief cultural office officer at Comco Industries, the steel products company his grandfather's founded. And he has a phenomenal podcast and is loads and loads of information and insight into business and so many different things. Greg, thank you for coming on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community?
0: Absolutely. I'm real excited. Awesome. Let's get some value going today. Right? Let's make it happen. Let's do it. This is the time and
2: place for it. So um, I know I touched on, you know, what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with all the awesome work that you're doing. Could you tell us, I guess, a little bit more about that? Will led you to, to start making all this impact?
0: Well, you know, my father often told me, so my grandfather, he said, when you hire great people, and you get out of their way, you know, and when things are going well, you know, I've got to find something else to do. So I really study the, you know, the human human organizational theory, I really study communications because that's when things go bad, that's the first thing you got to do. you got to communicate and you've got to get better communication than you've ever been. And that's what I, I really study. I take a lot of time with that and makes a difference. Makes a yeah. huge difference.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's there could be so many great things that happen when you do kind of sit down and study that and and understand that. And, and, and I always say like, we forget about the human aspect of business and um, communication is
0: obviously the glue of that. Right. Well, you know, it, you got to get stuff done. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. And, you know, I'm one of the bleeding hearts, so I got to stay away from the money. <laughs> I'm giving everything away. Uh, and, and, you know, I like to hear people's stories, you know, and then you have the people that make sure everything gets done. So there's a good balance you have to have between that. You have to have the right people in the right place. But when it comes down to it, if people don't feel valued or they don't feel they matter, um, you're, you're not going to get the best work. You're not going to get the, you know, people go home, they want to feel they made a difference. And the only way that happens if if you know their name hello and you let them know you care about them you know and they get things done you know they got to get stuff done you, you can't this world can't turn sitting in a boardroom the whole time you oh, know yeah. you got to get your hands dirty so you know we've been very good at that we've been very blessed to have an amazing amazing workforce fourth generation in some instances and it's just it's just been a godsend uh, really uh it's something that uh, we've we, our culture we protect. It's my father just passed away in April, mm, and we've already gotten a letter from the c- competitor to buy us. And uh, we're we're shooting a video tomorrow to let them know that's not going to happen. You know, you don't you don't spend f- four generations on a culture and then just give it away to somebody that wants to, you know, pilfer your company. So that ain't going to happen.
2: Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear about your father, but uh, I, I, you know, love that your, you know, your grandfather and your father's legacy is continuing. You're still gonna, you know, make sure that that's imprinted. And I can't imagine as we're talking about the human aspect of business, we're we're obviously talking sometimes, you know, from an organization or business standpoint, but that impact goes into the families, it goes to the society, the the culture. I imagine so many different impacts that you have from being able to kind of
0: have that pillar in the community. Well, yeah, we definitely get involved in the community. We we give uh, maybe more than we should, but we enjoy it. We enjoy it. My father could have had all kinds of sports cards when he was growing <laughs> up, but he decided to drive a Buick and, and help the community. And we've continued that. I mean, it, it really, uh, one thing my father always looked at is people's motivation versus the potential. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big, big secret. You know, you've got to see where people's heart is and where they what their passion is. They can have all the potential in the world, but they don't have any desire. You're wasting your time. And look at all these coaches that that they they repurpose like they pay them millions of dollars and they fail and then they repurpose them and give them another million dollars and fire them and pay them when they're not even working there i mean that's crazy and we do that in business sometimes too we just repurpose people that have not been successful and have no motivation you got to know people's heart you got to know what they want to do and how they want to be a part of the process and make a difference and an impact and you have to talk to them yeah I mean, that, that's the biggest part you have to have a conversation with them. you have to, have to ask them see what their values are i mean the one thing i would say that makes Comco's culture so incredible is we interview for values. We literally do value questions. We find out what drives the human behavior, and when you find people don't get along, it's probably because their values don't match up. Uh, you know, you could have, you know, complementary values, but you can't have conflicting values. Somebody can't be in there all for the money, and somebody can't be there in service. Service and and profits. You know, profit-minded and service-minded are two different things you know, you have to want profits yes but it shouldn't be your driving force serving people and solving their problems should be and, and the money will come
2: i guess could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with clients and how that process goes and i want to hear more about your podcast too and what you're, you're talking about there
0: well with with, with clients um you know <laughs> I'm sure you know as well as I do. I mean, everybody listening to this audience, you have clients where you have relationships. And it's personal relationships. You'll get, you'll have those, and when those people move or leave or transfer, it's it's panic attack time, right? <laughs> uh, very very seldom anymore do you have a relationship with a whole company. I mean, that that's that, that used to be like that, but it's not like that anymore. And relationships are really tough because there's so many moving parts. And the minute somebody new comes in there, they want to get their own. They, they want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a constant battle. And but sales is it. I mean, the one thing we had in, in Youngstown, we had IBM, and IBM had an office here. And there's a lot of wealthy people in Youngstown, Ohio, because of IBM back in the '60s and '70s. And you know, their philosophy is sales, sales, sales. You sell, we'll figure out how to make it. That's still true. I don't care what anybody says. You can spend all the time in the world trying to make the best perfect product, but if you don't sell it, it don't go nowhere. <laughs> but if you sell it and you got to make it, there's a whole different <laughs> whole different pressure, and I think that's the pressure you want. You know, with with our podcast, uh, it's a VIP Cafe show. Uh, that's the one we do, and, and we really focus on local businesses. And people that have been successful, entrepreneurs, and the entrepreneurial spirit is just an amazing spirit. They just don't listen to anybody, (laughs) and they never give up. They don't believe in rules or statistics or anything. They're just an incredible group of people. And we talk to them and let them promote their business, and we just do it for the local area. And it's, you know, the trillions of listeners we've had so far have been really great, but it's, it's going well. I mean, people are starting to call us and ask if they can be on the show, which, you know, we never expected. We were just doing it for fun, and it's really turned out to be a wonderful thing.
2: Absolutely. And so I want to ask you this, what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to kind of synthesize this, you know, incredible information that you have and been able to kind of learn and, you know, get even from the family business over the years and be able to kind of communicate to people? Do you feel like that is part of your secret sauce?
0: I, I think the secret sauce is we put people first. Our most valuable asset is our people When we really do that. It's important um we we also know that getting things done in production is is important it's not you know there's just like a there's people are just slightly above that Mm -hmm. but it's important and and we protect our culture I mean we we will if our culture is being uh threatened we will we're we quickly jump on that Uh like fast and whatever we have to do we do well, we don't. I mean, this COVID thing has been quite a challenge. I mean, communication, keeping because a lot of people had to go home and work from home and keeping that culture is a challenge. I mean, Gallup did a big study on it and we, we read up on Gallup and got some insights from them and we applied some of those things. But we're getting back into breaking bread. I mean, there's a great secret of our company. I mean, my grandfather paid for lunches for people that when they ate together and they were from the same company, uh, you know, not guests and they we would buy their lunches for them. I mean, and people go, well, that's expensive. Uh, no, it's actually pretty cheap because they get to know each other better. Breaking bread is one of the greatest ways uh, to do it. And, you know, some people play golf. They use that, too. You know, but golf is four hours and lunch is a half hour. So <laughs> 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 we'll go with lunch. <laughs> and, yeah, but it's, I mean, we buy once a month. We, buy, we, we bring in a food truck or we, we cook dinner for the guys in the shop we go over all the numbers we show them everything they have four. they understand how they impact the bottom line in their work and they get bonuses based on their performance and the company's performance and how they impact the company and it's made a. I think it's made a tremendous difference tremendous
2: yeah absolutely and, and i love that culture piece that you kind of talked you know spoke to um you said multiple times and, and protecting that culture and i think part of that is keeping those lines of communication over and, and baking, yes. breaking bread and making sure that you have ways by which people can communicate it's probably just as important as you know being able to have those you know communications so truly um appreciate that and so i wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. and i want to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient
0: well, you know, I, I've spent a lot of time uh, with Gallup. Uh, I, I got my MBA through them in Nebraska on the, the Strength Finder system, which is a great system. Uh, I also have worked with uh, Strengths Partnership, which is mostly in England, uh, but it's it, the validity is like, I think, 90, 93% because it's used in South Africa, and the only way you can be in South Africa is if you're above 90% validity. Mm-hmm. And then I've also used uh, one called Professional Development, Pro D. Which is a lot, and there's a lot of that in France and Europe, but it's growing in the United States. And they're 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 just snapshots, you know. You, you can't live your life off of assessments, okay, or surveys. However, they're insights into how to structure a job around somebody where they're most efficient. You know, everybody sees them as strengths and weaknesses. I don't. Uh, after doing this for thirty years and over three thousand assessments, I've really learned that you talk to people about what they're brilliant at. As far as efficiency goes, because we can all do anything we need to do. If it comes to our survival, we'll figure out a way to do it. But it just wears us out. You know, I can get on. If you told me to go speak to a hundred people out back, I'd say, "Sure, what do you want me to say?" And I'd just walk out there and do it. I'd have no problem. Uh, you know, some people would say it energizes you. It really doesn't energize you, but it le- uses less energy and it gets you excited. You know. Uh, but if you told me, "Hey, Greg, the books are off by a penny. Can you figure out why?" I'm gonna like look at you like oh my gosh there goes my life (laughs) (laughs) you know that's just me but there's people that would love where's the penny I'd love to find the penny Mm -hmm. you know And, and understanding that understanding everybody's different they're not like you nobody is like you everybody's unique and special and just as good as you you know if you know and you should celebrate that life and figure out what makes that life tick and and how you can tap what they need in life that's the hack
2: definitely appreciate that and so I wanted to ask you now I know you already gave us one what I like to call a CEO nugget so it could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice like you gave us before or it might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time
0: machine you might tell your younger business self well I think it's a boulder versus a nugget I was I took an assessment and it was the pro D and Davis Taylor who owns the company uh, I think he sold it to uh, Arnold Smythe though but uh, Davis um Davis said you're a public speaker. It came out as a public speaker. I said, well, I'm not really good at it. He goes, oh. He goes, what um, what seminars have you gone to on public speaking? I go, none. He goes, "What well, what? well, you've had to read books on public speaking. I go, there's books on it? He goes, oh, yeah. He said, do you have a voice coach? I go, no. He says, do you have a physicality coach? I go, no. What's that? And he goes, do you have a content coach? I go, no. He goes, no wonder you're no good. He goes, you got to invest in yourself. I mean, you can have talents but unless you put time and sweat and blood into it you're not gonna be any good so I I did I hired a content coach I hired a physicality coach I hired a voice coach I read books I went to seminars I got training and within 18 months I wrote my own book I got a job at Youngstown State University teaching public speaking and now I love it and and I would say you want the nugget? They want the boulder? Invest in yourself on what you're good at because on what you are naturally efficient at, you it's multiplication, it's not addition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you it, it will be blown away. Your five-year plan will be done in 18 months, especially if your heart's in it. And your impact with people and adding value to people will go through the roof.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Greg, truly appreciate that. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Greg, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Wow. Uh, being the greatest servant. I mean, honestly, the most important person on your staff is the one you just hired because you, you've got some time to train them so they're long-term employees. And without good training and without you know bringing them along and serving them, you don't have a company in the future. And as the CEO, you have to be the greatest servant. You have to set the greatest example. Greg, truly
2: appreciate that and appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of book, listen to the show and all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: <laughs> well, my, my book is uh, Speak Like a Pro Without Looking Like a Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you know, it's Greg Smith and uh, you can get it on Amazon. I mean, there's some, there's some, you know, the billions have been sold. You know, you still, they still have a few left. So, but it's, <laughs> it is a really good book. I mean, I, I work with Roger Love with it, and Bo Eason, uh Jonathan Allfeld. These are just tops in their in their areas of communication and abilities. And they all had a say in it, and they looked at what I wrote about them in it, and and John Maxwell also. Uh, just some lessons. I'm I've known John since 1996. Um, he's a great mentor of mine. A Great friend, and I've learned a tremendous amount and that's a lot in that book And you know there's a lot more than communication than just being able to say the right words you have to understand um, Story you have to understand how important story is how to integrate it how to integrate a talk and how to use your voice Right, and that's all in that book So it would really be helpful for people if you want to get a good fresh start on, on public speaking and and really impact people more use that book It's a good book Absolutely. And, and, and anybody that wants to get a hold of
2: you for anything additional, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: Well, you can go to my uh, web- website. It's uh, GregSmithLeadership.com or Greg at GregSmithLeadership.com. Awesome, awesome,
2: awesome. Well, thank you so much, Greg. We will have the links and information in the show notes for the site as well as the book. And, and I appreciate, you know, those those last kind of, you know, points about communication. I think we talked about it, you know, in the very beginning about how impactful that can be, whether you are, you know, publicly speaking, or you're talking with a team member, or you're trying to have a lunch and learn and breaking bread, as we talked about as yeah. well, too. So I appreciate you for giving the tools for us to get better at that. And of course, appreciate your time. And I hope you have a great rest well,
0: thank of the day.
1: Thank you for listening to the IMCEO CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.